Hello and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Luke Hobbs. I'm joined by my co-host, Deckard Shaw. Shaw, how you doing? Why aren't I the rock? What? Why would you want to... You don't want to be Jason Statham? I'm... I'm big and strong. I want to be the rock. Oh, fucking... All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics with... <laughs> I'm your host, Deckard Shaw. I'm joined by my co-host... The Rock. <laughs> the Rock, how are you? Alright. <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing okay. Dude, that movie was fucking great, right? It's alright, it's fun. What? Fun movie. No, 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 no. Because it sounds like you're telling me that Hobbs and Shaw wasn't the best motion picture you've ever fucking seen. <laughs> and I won't stand for that. Yeah. You haven't rewatched it 17 times yet, so I feel like... That's... I mean, you think I'm not going to rewatch it tonight? Can I, can I just be honest? 100%, I literally am like, you know what? Like, I got, as I was getting drunk, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch Fast Five again tonight. Fast Five. Yeah! yeah I want to watch... I want to watch, like, the the turning point from when they decided to be, like, fucking awesome movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to I watch that, that right when it starts to hit. When it's like, we brought The Rock in and we're fucking sick. This is great. That's what I'm thinking about. <laughs> um, so, before we go on our regular topics, I did want to just give a um, general uh, thing. So, j- I wanted to give a piece of news that was out there. And I'm going to start it the way the news should have started it, like, when I get news updates. Um, it should have started as, just so you know, Terrain, everything's fine, <laughs> don't worry about it, but um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had a, pro- had, um, a, a tr- like, treatment for uh, pancreatic cancer, but she's okay, and she's fine. <laughs> I don't like when I see Breaking and Ruth Bader Ginsburg... And it isn't immediately followed with the words, is okay. <laughs> I, I lose my shit every time I see Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, uh, and then I, I have to like lose my mind until I get to the end of the sentence. Did you see, did you get the yeah. news updates today? How, were you freaked out no. when you saw it? Really? Yeah, I read the whole thing. Yeah, see, the thing is, I don't have time to read the whole thing. <laughs> I got a lot of shit to do. I only read the first, like, four or five words, and when they're breaking news, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I'm like, no, 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 And then I, you know, I have a panic attack before I read the rest of the words. I think news outlets need to start putting in, you know, just like a, just so you guys know, and everything's fine, so don't worry about it. But... Ruth Bader Ginsburg had to get some... Because I swear, she's our last hope right now. Right. <laughs> she's holding everything together right now. She is our last hope. And we put the, all of those hopes on the brittle bones of like a 95-year-old woman who I love more than anything in the world besides you and our cats. But seriously, don't fucking freak me out like that, no. CNN. That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get CNN updates. Yes, I do. I get CNN updates, I get Politico updates, I get NBC News updates, I get HuffPo updates. I get all the updates, fam. I don't get Fox News updates. I didn't think you got CNN. I did. Because I get updates that you don't from CNN. I mean, 
do you want to do you want me to pause this and we'll talk about what updates we get nah, from CNN? Whatever. Okay, <laughs> okay, I didn't think so, um, but okay. So uh, let's get to um, let's get to some news. Um, uh, Climate Daddy Jay Inslee decided that he is no longer going to be in the Democratic race. Now he is someone that I actually am sad that he's not involved anymore, that mm-hmm. he's not going to be running. He is running for a third term of governor in Washington, which I expect him to win. Right. Um, but he's no longer going to be competing for um, the presidency, which makes sense. He wasn't going to get into the next debate. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to be fair, the fourth debate, uh, they get like a longer time to hit like the same stuff for the third debate, so it's possible he could have got to the fourth, but he... I guess, looked at it and went, I don't have a feasible chance of becoming the president. And like a responsible adult decided, (laughs) this isn't what I need to be doing with my time. I can better serve the nation elsewhere. Yeah, that's the thing that I think the responsible people will drop out first. So we'll have the crazies around longer. So... Yeah, I don't think, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think Marianne Williamson's dropping out anytime soon. (laughs) It's going to take a while, I think. (laughs) She's going to ride those those psychic waves to to the White House. Honestly, I really think anybody who doesn't make the third debate should just automatically drop out. Just immediately? Yeah, yeah. See, I I understand that, um, but I think there was... See, with, with Jay Inslee, he is one of the most serious voices talking about um, one of the most serious issues that we have, which is uh, climate change. Right. Um, he was the person who framed his entire candidacy on the imminent threat of climate change and we need to go combat this and I will be the president that um, through, uh, through my action will help um, stave off this uh, this Im- impending doom, essentially. Hmm. Um, and, and your options are Jay Inslee's let's get this fixed or Andrew Yang's run to the house. <laughs> um, no, but I, I do I do think it's, it's super important that we had someone like that in the race. And I, I do think that voice is still is still important to the race. I know that we have... Um, Democratic candidates coming out with very comprehensive and very, uh, you know, aggressive plans um, for climate change. Uh, Bernie Sanders just released his recently, but I do think it's important. I'm pretty sure Bernie Sanders released his the day before David Koch died. Yep. Which was funny. Yeah, no, he did. He he killed David Bernie, <laughs> Bernie Sanders definitely stepped in and took out David Koch with his with his climate change plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I so that that we do have, you know, plans from uh, these Democratic candidates, but none of them have made that the centerpiece of their candidacy. Do you think that it is a lack of I guess care by voters about climate change yes. that okay. So it's a we just we just don't care about climate change enough to elect someone solely on Right. Yeah, I think like um one of the candidates specifically that I'm thinking of, Kamala Harris, 
had says that her most important and first piece of legislation is going to be middle class tax cuts. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Uh, because of the middle class votes and they're a large block of the nation. And, and they like money. And they, yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, to be not... fair, to be fair, let's, let's, hang on. We, we all like money. Right. I very much enjoy money. It's uh, real fun. It, it feeds my uh, nerf habit. Um, it's certainly not the most important thing. Uh, agreed. Most uh, urgent thing. Agreed. Uh, but it's what gets voters out. That's and that's true. why, despite whatever she says, that's why that is her most important thing, according to her. Um, but obviously climate change is the most important thing, because uh, if we don't have a planet... Was any of this matter? Exactly. I think I, I, I agree. I and I do. I, I think that it is a. I don't know if it's just. I mean, I guess it is a distinct lack of care from voters. Yes. About the existential threat to the planet that we all live on. Yes. And it may be because you know a lot of people are like. I mean, I'm. It's gonna be here while I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be here while I'm here. I don't have to really worry about it. It's, this is a this is a kick the can kick the can down the road situation. Exactly. And it's like, but it's it's not fair to the people whose future this is. Yeah. That we're gonna kick this can down the road. Because we're yeah. we I think I think in our lifetime, not not we we're we've seen. We've seen effects from climate change, but we're, we're going to see more effects mm-hmm. from climate change and, in our lifetime. I am a 28-year-old. I'm 28 years old. God, I'm almost 30. But like, I, we're going we're gonna to see that in our lifetime, which is fucking... Yeah, like, I mean, like you said, day. we're already seeing it. And this July was the hottest on record. Um, each month it sounds like we hear that. <laughs> yep. It seems like each month of whatever year you're in, you're like, this was the hottest month yeah. of that. This is the hottest month ever in the history of time. Yeah, we keep having more and more natural disasters and areas are more and more affected than they were before. Um, but until it's happening to you, the voter, they don't care. They really just don't care. Because it's a kick the co- it's a kick the can down the road. It doesn't matter to me right now, so it's not. Right. It's not an issue most voters really care about. And it's it's I, I think for the most part it's. I will say I do understand in the sense that some voters are like I want to put food on my family's table right now. Right. I Those aren't typical. I I don't I don't blame. There's an argument that's made that is like. Oh, I shouldn't... This isn't concerning me right now. What's concerning me right now is feeding my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with the person who is going to be better economically for me right now than someone who's going to be better uh, climate-wise to me in the rest of my existence on the planet. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is that the Democrat is both. Yeah. <laughs> so That's a good fucking point. Yeah. It's not really the people who are struggling to feed their families that should be the focus of these climate change because they're just doing what they can to get by. There are lots and lots of people who have what they need to get by and still are just either making bad decisions or doing, are just selfish and don't care. Yeah, can I say wholeheartedly, um, I think this, like, push at, like, the average person 
to be the one to deal with climate change is just insane bullshit. Mm -hmm. We are, us all recycling isn't going to change the fact that you have multinational corporations, you have millionaires and billionaires, uh, hashtag Sanders, uh, just going out of their way to pollute the earth and fuck with the earth. I don't think that there is currently a push like you're talking about. That's what it used to be. But the push right now is uh, the average person needs to vote the yeah. right way because we need a president and Congress and Senate, House and Senate, who will make the corporations do what they need to do. Do you think um, out of the people who are still in the running, um, by the way, Seth Moulton also left the race, but we don't care. So do you think out of the people who uh, are still there? Because we had a Democratic president um, eight uh, for, for eight years mm-hmm. before, and we still didn't have as tough a policy from the EPA as we wanted to have. Right. In fact, EPA leadership was, it was hard to get EPA leadership and I understand it, yes, is partially because we had a Republican Senate for, uh, a, a, sorry, not a, a Republican House from like twenty from twenty ten on, and a Republican Senate for a while. It's very hard to to get these things done. I, actually, you know, Senate's the more uh, pressing matter. Mm-hmm. But do you think any of the people that we have now are going to? Because it, it's easy to pay lip service and, and show us a plan that's super uh, aggressive against climate change. That's great. Are we going to have anyone, do you think, in, that are, that's in the race that's actually going to act on, that's going to try to act on the plan they push as one of the top priorities of a presidency? Or is it always going to be a secondary, uh, a secondary um, issue that they push? I mean, I get annoyed. <laughs> yes, yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte's, Charlotte's upset about this issue. <laughs> I get annoyed when, like, during debates and stuff like that, they ask, like, day one, what are you going to do? What's, like, the first thing you're going to, like, there are a lot of important issues the president needs to address. And I, I don't I don't like saying that climate change will be a secondary. I think there are multiple primary issues that the, the presidents will be trying to address. And I definitely think some of the presidential candidates we have uh, we'll be more political about it and take Obama style. Maybe the one who constantly talks about everything that Obama did as if he did it Whoa. would be like that. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. I'm not letting you clown my man Biden like that. Uh-huh. He was there, okay? He was there. When, when we passed the Affordable Care Act, he was there. When Obama did pretty much anything, he was there. Oh, so, except when it was deporting people. Oh no, he wasn't. Committed crimes. I'm he not was sure. If there. He, I'm not sure if you watched that debate. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't there on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, off the top of my head, I think even if you know the Senate and everybody else is against them, I think Warren and Sanders would both still get climate change. Um, legislation through or executive action and I think they would both have it as a priority off the top of my head that's that's who I feel would be the strongest yeah see that's that's the thing I'm I agree that we need to 
removed the current president from the Oval Office because he's a danger to himself and others. I do, however, think that it's important who occupies the White House after him. And yes, I am someone who is blue no matter what. Um, I'm there's no there's no situation where I can see myself uh, voting third party or voting for the president. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and vote for the Democrat no matter who it is, even if it's you, Marianne. Um, but like to be to be serious, I, I very much think that it's important for whoever the next president is to aggressively and seriously take on the climate change issue Mm -hmm. and make drastic steps including uh and (laughs) including but not limited to like a carbon tax yes and like like, i I think like but i'm just saying that that needs to be a that needs to be a very like in one of the top priorities of the president and i understand that there are a lot of things that are like top priorities uh uh, uh, criminal justice reform is a top priority. Infrastructure is a top priority. Uh, like we have healthcare is a top priority. Yeah. We have a lot of top priorities, but one of the tippy top needs to be making sure the planet still fucking exists. Yeah. And that means getting back in the fucking Paris Climate Accords, like working with other nations like China. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. But working with other nations who, because let's be honest, it's it's not just it's not just America though. We are a huge problem. Um, we need to be able to work with other nations to curb our our fucking our carbon emissions. Mm-hmm. It otherwise we are straight up fucked. See, I think a problem we as Democrats have, and we keep losing. <laughs> is that we Sorry, we won 2018, guys. We're fine. We tend to um go into issues already compromised. Mm-hmm. Um and that's what like these debates as the last set of debates especially were kind of about like ha- uh, most of the stage saying we can't do that. The people won't vote for that. Like already like going to the middle ground where Republicans aren't going to give anything and then we're just going to end up with something that's a really bastardized version and not um, effective. And, and I, I think I something would, that... Just to be clear, you're, it seems like you're referring specifically to the, the debate that was essentially John Delaney and Michael Bennett versus Elizabeth Warren yeah. and Bernie Sanders. And that's why like, I think both Sanders and Warren are not compromising on their beliefs. They're both, they both have extremely left progressive policies that they're going into this with. They're not compromising up front. And I think going in with that attitude, especially with climate change and already saying, I am going to do a climate tax. I am going to do like dividend carbon tax. tax, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to do dividends back to like, like having that plan that, the Republicans are absolutely going to dis- you know, like throw a fit about instead of going in and saying, well, we'll impose For every dollar we get and- from this, we'll give you cuts to Medicare. Like yeah. that, because that's their fucking thing. Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I'm, I'm serious. I yeah, I, I honestly think those two just feel the most 
capable of actually following through, sticking to their guns when it comes to uh, an issue like this that is so important, um, as opposed to going in and saying, well, I'll give you this, or okay, well, I'll cut this out of my plan and give you this too, and then getting a very weak thing. Yeah, through. we don't want a toothless climate exactly. bill. Exactly, exactly. We want an actual climate bill that we can be fucking happy with and proud of, that we are trying to uh, keep the planet intact for at least the next couple of years. Yeah, it's not, it's not really something that I need to be happy or proud of. It's just something that will work. Yeah. <laughs> I need, we need something that will work, yeah. no matter the cost, really. But I mean, I mean, that's I gonna would, be I hard. Would, see, that's the thing. I, 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 I see, and, and I agree with that. But then when we get to the no matter the cost part, is what bothers me. Not not in costs in terms of dollars and cents, but costs in terms of concessions. Yeah, yeah, that's to what the I'm other talking. side. I'm because, talking about dollars and cents. Because if I, okay, good, okay. Because if I'm like, if they're like, yeah, you can go ahead and get this, but we're gonna. Uh, deport every <laughs> every dreamer that lives in the like I'm like nah fuck you guys <laughs> like what are you doing yeah. like that's I, I, I agree with you. like I agree um it there isn't really a price tag on keeping the fucking planet here mm-hmm. because we've already we've decided previously that it doesn't matter how much we spend to destroy it so mm-hmm. maybe it's probably time to spend some money to keep it intact yeah that's just what I'm thinking so do you want to move on to the next topic yeah, sure. Also, we did say Seth Moulton dropped out. Yeah. Oh, they, people probably fell asleep at that point. Um, <laughs> so, Donald Trump had a... Uh, sorry, President Donald Trump had a weird week, <laughs> to say the least. Um, and I... You, you said this to me. You said, it doesn't get much crazier than what he's done, like, now. Right? The, yeah, the Greenland thing. The, the Greenland thing specifically. You want to start there? Yeah. Let's start there. Donald Trump offered to buy Greenland. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> he didn't, like, they didn't place a formal offer. No, yeah, he didn't go, somebody look, le- here's $47, give it to us. <laughs> somebody leaked uh, that he has multiple times brought up with his advisors the idea of buying Greenland. <laughs> Did you see the tweet he put out? Which one? <laughs> uh, the one where he said, Greenland, I promise not to do this to yes. you. And with it just looked like like tense at like what seemed to be fire Festival. I didn't know if he actually put a picture of Greenland on yeah, there. Yeah, I think it was like a village in Greenland. Okay, it was a village in Greenland. And then a Trump because a lot Because a lot of indigenous people live in Greenland. I didn't see tents. I saw like little houses. I thought I saw tents. But Maybe we saw a different picture. I also can't see. So, <laughs> um, but, but... Uh, he had like a with a giant Trump tower yeah. with a giant gold Trump tower. And he said, "Greenland, I promise not to do this to you." Or so. Yeah. So uh-huh. that's great. Go ahead. You go ahead. Um. So obviously, once that news came out, everybody was making fun of him. Yeah. Like lots of lots of jokes, tweets. I mean, I'm pretty sure every late night host talked about it. Uh, but then the prime minister of Greenland put out a serious response. You mean Denmark? Denmark, yes, sorry. No worries. Um, and I'm, I'm just, you go ahead, I'm pulling De- up the name of the Prime Minister of Denmark. Uh, Prime Minister is named, oh, good luck for me, Meta Frederiksen. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got it! <laughs> I, don't, 
I feel like her name's probably not Meta, but yeah. No, it's Meta. Like, <laughs> it's like when you're watching a show and they talk about the show of the show. Her name's Meta. Shut up. I, I believe Greenland is like... Meta. Oh, yeah? They show the pronunciation. Actually, it says Danish pronunciation, but that's Meta. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure Greenland is like a territory of Denmark. Is that right? Something I I guess something along those yeah. lines. Yeah, like the Green Greenland has their own government and everything else. Um, but Denmark. Greenland is an autonomous region of the Kingdom of Denmark. Okay, whatever that comparison to the U.S. would be <laughs> like. I don't know if that's like the Virgin Islands or what. Um, but <laughs> don't we? The Virgin Islands is a terror. Go ahead. Yeah, see, I don't know. You go ahead and just explain. Well, we keep in mind we're drunk and we're not gonna fucking do your research for you. Yeah, you go do your. You you go do your god. Figure it out. You go do your goddamn research about fucking Greenland, and then you tweet at me or message our page what you found out because we're not gonna do your homework for you. Jesus, go ahead. Fucking people pissing me off. So she said it was absurd. Uh, obviously. Right. It's not for sale. It's weird. It's not going to be for sale. Weird. Um, it's weird. <laughs> you would think that it was. And then Donald Trump mm-hmm. canceled a planned state visit <laughs> to Denmark uh-huh. and literally tweeted that it was because they were not willing to discuss the sale of Denmark to yeah. Greenland to the United States. Yeah. Um... He was quite upset with her. He said that um, the Prime Minister of Denmark was, quote, nasty, unquote. Um, something that he seems to call a lot of women. Yeah. That seems to be his go-to insult for women. Mm-hmm. It's like, you ladies, you ladies, nasty. But not like in the cool way. Like in the, I'm a huge douchebag and I suck kind of way. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I know So you I think know this Trump is has, the yeah. straight up craziest thing he's ever done? I know he's done a lot of crazy things, but the, the fact that he got so upset that a, another country didn't want to sell a giant piece of Hulk their of land, their land. <laughs> to him, that he canceled a, vis, a state visit over it, like, mm-hmm. absolute narcissism, like... A vision of grandeur he has of himself, mm-hmm. like just com- completely insane. I I really feel like this was completely insane. Yeah, I, I I see. This is the president of the United States. Yeah. Oh no no no. I I I know that <sighs> that that statement itself is fucking crazy to me because I know there have been numerous times where I had, like said like that's the he's the president. Like ugh. like this is and and I'm not kidding. This is a like. SNL slash Simpsons style presidency. Like, he seems to be governing by joke. Like, he's like, oh, this is hilarious. Like, it's like a writer's room got together and went, this is gonna be fucking hilarious. We're gonna, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna say we wanna buy Denmark. (laughs) Sorry, we're gonna say we wanna buy Greenland. And when Greenland freaks out, we're gonna get mad at them for not being considerate of our fucking offer. Like that's that's the crazy shit that is going on. It, it is it is bananas. We are in this in this weird situation where it's like I can't tell if if someone put on an SNL sketch, like their cold open was this. 
I wouldn't be able to tell if they based it on real life or not. Mm. And that's not good for the president of the United States. So, what makes this different from... <laughs> from <laughs> I, I saw that question just flummoxed you immediately. What makes this different from the other stuff? Is it just because think, it's more cartoonish? I think one of the things that really makes this different is a lot of the time the crazy stuff he does, you can tell there's still a motive behind it. Like, a lot of the stuff he does appeals to his base. and makes right. it, it makes his base really happy when he does crazy shit sometimes. Right, right, right. Um, Like, the shithole countries comment and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That's He's like, yeah, stick it to those browns! Exactly. Yeah. I don't know who this is for. <laughs> I don't know who's happy about this. (laughs) I don't think any part of this made his base go, Yeah! Yeah, Greenland, fuck Denmark. Wait, what? Like, wait, they're white. I honestly think they didn't even get that to that far. I think they just went, wait, what? Yeah. Wait, wait, why is, what? I don't know. Like, this is just uh, pointless and insane. This seems like a fight that didn't need to exist. No. This it seem- certainly did not. <laughs> this seems like just a, a weird outburst from a crazy old man. Yeah. That, like, that apparently none of the fucking uh, handlers could deal with. He's essentially... There are no handlers anymore. See, that's what I'm saying. He's essentially, he's essentially like, a, a carnival bear with... No handlers. <laughs> like, all the handlers quit because the bear's fucking crazy. And they're like, no, the bear talks a bunch of shit on Twitter a lot. And I'm not going to be a part of this. Like, there's nothing... There, I don't understand this movie. No, there, there like, is nothing to understand. I do agree with you that a lot of the time he does, like, you know, he does things like to... And, and we're going to get into some of those later. Um, oh... With another one of the fucking horrible things he said this week. But they're usually like a thing like he's just like to to rile up his base. He <laughs> to rile up his base. He'll say something or like say a, just give a series like a firestorm of fucking tweets that are ridiculous. But there's like a re, there's a meaning behind it. Yeah. There is no meaning behind this. There's no. No, nothing. no MAGA person is like. This is what I, I'm here for. This I am here for the Denmark shit. Yeah. I was here so that he could get Greenland, and now that he just, let's just do this. None of them. Mm-hmm. None of them. Yeah, that's right, Charlotte. Zero. <laughs> um, if you heard us being weird, it's because Charlotte jumped on my shoulder. Uh, she's been doing that during podcasts, I think, because she wants to go to bed. She hates this. She does not like this. She's like, guys, it is nighttime. Um, not sure if you know this, but throughout the week, we go to sleep by now. What's this nonsense? Uh, so now we're, you'll probably hear us yelp or some shit because she's on the fridge and she's going to jump off the fridge at some point to scare the shit out of us. So let's move on to the heinous 
uh, thing that the president said, that the really shitty, gross, fucking disgusting yeah. thing the president said, um, which when commenting on how he was able, as the president of the United States, which to me, this is the most crazy thing he's done, um, as the president of the United States, he was able to get... <laughs> Sorry, Charlotte. Uh, as the president of the United States, he was able to get a foreign government to ban U.S. Congress uh, members from coming to the country. Um, when commenting on that, he said, American Jews that vote for the Democratic Party are, quote, disloyal, unquote. Mm -hmm. um, I have some comments on this, but I'm going to let you go first. Because I'm going to lose my fucking mind. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let I you think, go first. I think this was really his way of hitting back at Bernie Sanders. Because um, Bernie Sanders came go out... Go on. Bernie Sanders came out very strongly um, against Trump uh, regarding what he did with uh, Congresswoman uh, Tlaib and uh, Omar. Omar. Um, and I think... This was kind of a coded way of, of attacking Bernie Sanders because it's hard to just say uh, Bernie Sanders is anti-Semitic since Bernie Sanders is a Jew. Um, so by Difficult. yeah, so it's a rough. So like I, a... I really don't think he cares about what uh, everyday American Jews are doing. <laughs> I don't really. I think what he cares about is what Bernie Sanders said, and I think this was honestly a direct message to Bernie Sanders mm -hmm. I that uh, you're disloyal to Israel and anybody who think any other Jews that feel the same way are disloyal to Israel that that's what I think mm -hmm. and obviously it's insane but well I mean it's who cares like <laughs> what what does it matter he just he got these women banned from the, like what are we shocked that he's also anti-semitic no it's like <laughs> Oh. So could you imagine if like Muslim Americans were supporting Iran instead of America? <laughs> oh, who are they supposed to be loyal to? Right? <laughs> like like in this statement, American Jews are supposed to be loyal to Israel, Israel overall. Instead of America. But if an American Muslim was loyal to their home, like their country of birth or whatever. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Sorry, everyone. Charlotte's still jumping around the kitchen like a fucking bat out of hell. <laughs> oh, but, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, there yeah. would be a complete double standard. Yeah. Americans are supposed to be Americans and not well, need to it. worry about what other countries are, you know. Can I? I'm going to say this. And I don't know how it's going to be. I love this. I'm, I'm, uh, and if, if anyone tries to use this against me, I'm drunk. But <laughs> I just want to be very clear. The guy who, after the Charlottesville protests, in which people chanted, quote, Jews will not replace us, unquote. The same guy who says that there were good people on both sides, that guy isn't the fucking arbiter of what American Jews should be doing. Yeah. I, I will say this wholeheartedly, those people, the people who were protesting in Charlottesville, 
actively hate your son-in-law who you put in charge of everything. Mm. They actively hate American Jewish people. They actively... And his, his grandchildren. And his grandchildren. Mm-hmm. They actively hate this. You said that some of those people are okay. They're okay by your book. And you did that so that you can keep your fucking white nationalist street cred. Your neo-Nazi street cred. So pardon me if I don't give a fuck what you think that American Jews should be doing. By the way, they keep voting for Democrats because they hear the shit that you and the other side say and go, whoa, that's crazy shit. <laughs> like, I just, the, the, one of the, one of the clear anti-Semitic presidents that we've had in our history, and I'm not going to say the most because we've probably had more anti-Semitic yeah. presidents, some who would just straight up say horrible things. Wilson? <laughs> I feel like Wilson. I don't know which one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name names because I don't have quotes in my head right now. Yeah. But this guy really has no fucking business uh, dictating what American Jews yeah. should be thinking. And I, and I understand that this isn't him actually saying this. Like, listen, American Jews, this is how I. No, it's it's him. I think you're right. It is a shot at Bernie Sanders, but for the most part, I think it's just another thing of him. Being a provocateur and trying to get yeah. his base excited, yep. like, oh, he's calling out the Jews, yeah, like that's what that's that's what he is, yeah. really. That's, Except for the fucking Denmark thing, that's exactly what yes. he is. <laughs> he's a megalomaniac. He's a narcissist, and he's a provocateur. That's yeah. Uh-huh. Combine all that with no morals. <laughs> no moral compass. No actual scruples. Yeah. Just say whatever to whatever room you're in, you get the current president of the United States. And, fun fact, over 60 million people thought this was a good idea. Yep. Want to talk to them individually, one by one. Hopefully we'll have another one on the podcast. What's up, Stride? How you doing? But, (laughs) seriously, I do, and I, Dr. Stride, if you are listening, I do love you, but I I will ask him this question. I have to, face-to-face. This president has proven himself as a incredibly racist, incredibly sexist. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'll be strong. Okay, hang on. Well, can you, let, you let me finish? I think he might let me finish. Because okay. I'll yell at him if he doesn't. But <laughs> this president has been incredibly racist, misogynistic, xenophobic, um, in, in, a way that, in a way that scares people, that tries to pr- uh, provoke fear and blind trust into himself and only himself how how on earth can you still support this human monster well terrain i think you misinterpreted (laughs) i don't think that's really who he is as a person (laughs) (laughs) oh man stride the gauntlet's been thrown down you gotta get here and fight this out, dog, because, uh, but there's no, there's literally no fucking, uh, excuse for, for this kind of guy. No. None. You've been, we've all, we've all warned about it. Everyone who has said this is who he is, if you didn't listen to Hillary Clinton through the fucking debates, you, you fucked up. Like, this is the guy 
And now that we have the guy, it's like, he'll get better. <laughs> like, the, the, the argument from the other side is just baffling. Didn't his uh, disapproval rating come out at like 62%? I think was the number I just saw. 62% disapprove of... I don't know. It depends on it depends on what yeah, poll you're it depends on what your poll you're looking at. Um, I I I usually check five thirty eight daily, and his approval numbers are super low, like yeah. like mid to high fifties are like this guy's bad. Mid to high fifties. Yeah, his uh, if it's approval versus disapproval. Yeah, I thought he's been at like 40% the whole time. Oh, appro- yeah, approval. What did I say? Did I say it wrong? You said approval ratings mid to... No, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm drunk. Um, his his current... So if, we, if we're looking at how popular is Donald Trump on 538, uh, currently 53.8 disapprove of the president. That's the average. And 41.6 approve of the president. That's yeah. the average. Doesn't um, that just hurt... Inside. Yeah. Yes, it does. I, 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 I very much am hurt by the 41.6% that are like, oh, this guy's fine. Yeah. I just don't fucking get it. It actually, like, it legitimately hurt. Because it's like, the, he's not fine. He's not fine. Yeah. He goes out of his way to be racist so that he, either A, because he's racist, which is part of the answer, but B, so, so he can rile up his base so that they will go vote for him so he can stay. Like, fuck, like, fuck you. I think. Fuck this guy. I think um, we were listening to Love It or Leave It a couple weeks ago. and Larry- Podcast with jo- uh, John Lovett, speechwriter for Barack yeah. Obama. Uh, Larry Wilmore was on, and he talked about what he thought about Trump's racism. That he's he's not like a KKK member racist, uh, but he's certainly the type of guy who said like blacks are lazy and would throw yeah. at the end word just for fun. Yeah, he's that kind of like he's not like an an active, you know, really die hard racist. Well, can he's I just, say he's like a a casual racist who uses it yeah. to manipulate people. I think he's definitely a yeah. casual racist who uses it to manipulate people and also kind of thinks it's true. Yeah. Like yeah. like I, I think I think with 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 what we were sort of were just what you were sort of were describing we kind of like eliminate the he just says it to, you're saying he just says it to say it because it you know, manipulates people, but also he thinks this shit's true. Oh, for sure. It's <laughs> just not like it's not number one on his fucking priority list. Yeah. But also, brown people are gross. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. She believes that black people are gross. Brown people are gross. Um. So, <laughs> do you want to talk about how he talk- called himself the chosen one? Yeah. Want to do that? Go ahead. Was it during a like a impromptu helicopter press conference where he did yep. it, or was it a tweet? I mean, the, it was a, it was a press conference. He yeah. doesn't have he doesn't have real press conferences. He just kind of goes, "You guys want to ask questions? Uh, I'm crazy. <laughs> so what's going on? So you know, it's just this trade war with China. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna do some tariffs. They're gonna do some tariffs." And, and he's we should have done this a while ago, is what he said. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. But he is the chosen one who <laughs> will deal with China. Yep. Per he, himself. He is the chosen one to deal with China. He also... Can I, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead, go first. No, I was just going to ask, do you... He, 
now we agree that he's dumb. Does he know the meaning of what he said, or what was it like? Just a dumb thing. He's like, I heard this somewhere, and it sounds cool. Like, what do you think? I, I certainly think he thinks he's Jesus-like. Yeah. <laughs> See, me, I'm not as upset about the chosen one comment. I think he's dumb. I think he's like, I heard this somewhere, and it sounded cool. I don't remember where specifically I heard it. <laughs> Like, I, I could certainly see him comparing himself to Jesus. He's, oh, so no. Oh, that. fucking for sure. He said his second favorite was, fuck. He said his favorite book was the Bible and a close second was The Art of the Deal, the book that he can't, he didn't write because he can't write nor read. So there's no, like, yeah, of course he fucking, <laughs> he would compare himself to Jesus. But I just think he didn't under, I think he literally was just like, the chosen one. I know I heard this shit from somewhere, and it sounds fucking cool. I'm gonna use it. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. I'm the chosen one to fight China. Where the fuck did I hear that? Like, that's where I was going from that. Uh I really do think that it was just one of those things. Was like, this sounds awesome. But the the economy issue is another thing that he's had issues with this week. Not just this comment that he made, but um, like reports, recession. reports have come out. You know, ec- ec- economists think that a recession is coming very soon. Um, now let's be and let's be fair. Economists are notoriously bad at figuring this out. Yeah, I've, I mean, we've been seeing these articles since he became president, basically. <laughs> um, but he, in response, he was talking about tax cuts again, which or something you do when the economy's bad. He, on one hand, he's going around saying the economy's the best it's ever been, the economy's great, blah, 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 you know, black unemployment, that's all he talks about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then he's like, oh, tax cuts? Yeah, we're going to do more tax cuts. We love tax cuts. And then somebody told him, and I guess I think there were articles, uh, recession is incoming, Trump talking about tax cuts, like that they're connected because that's, they usually are, because yeah. tax cuts are something to boost the economy and avoid a recession. So somebody told Trump that him talking about tax cuts makes it look like he thinks the economy's bad. So then he's like, we're not doing tax cuts. The economy's great. And then he pivoted to the China stuff <laughs> to try to like, it's just like this crazy distraction mm-hmm. That he, he constantly does. Like, he, he does something insane, like call himself the Jesus of China. Um, <laughs> no, of the, hang on. Now, let's stop. He's not the Jesus of China. He's the Jesus of the trade war with China. <laughs> they're different. Yeah, that's true. They're different. I mean, they're both fucking bonkers, but they're different. You're right. The Jesus of China is Yao Ming. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god that may be the funniest thing I've ever heard you say in my goddamn life <laughs> holy yeah you're right and and I challenge never mind <laughs> no you're oh. yeah but yeah the, the, so he, he threw, threw this China thing out I think really to distract from the bungling he did with all the economy issues yeah. um, and so now, of course, China's doing some retaliatory tariffs. The 
stock so, market dropped drastically again. Um, and so what was what was Trump's reaction? What did he what did he tell American businesses to do? Well, he tweeted out that um, he was. I believe he's going to send like shipments. Tell, tell FedEx and UPS to send shipments back to China that were on their way or something. And also ordered... Hang ordered! <laughs> Sorry, real quick. He's gonna... So we already... They were delivered. We're gonna send them back. I think they're in transit. They're in transit. <laughs> yeah. And we're gonna... They turn them right around. God, go ahead. Say the other thing. Um, he ordered American businesses to look into leaving China. Or not doing business with China. Now, or that one, Via tweet, of course. That one is something I wanted to talk to you about. I'm... Now, I don't know a lot. I'm just a drunk guy in front of a microphone. But, one thing I think I understand a little bit is when the, the government <laughs> tells... Well, essentially decrees that a bu- that the all businesses are to do a specific thing. I d- I want to say that that is a specific system of government. When you like nationalize businesses and government, that's something. What is that? What is that? Is that? And I I I keep making this. The, it's the S word, but I know it can't be because the president hates that. But it just sounds to me a bit like socialism. Socialism <laughs> is that? Is that ringing any bells for you for I this specific it's, thing? It sounds like government oversight. That's for it sure. It sounds a lot like regulation, which is bad. Yeah. <sighs> That's just crazy. Sorry, I'm overacting now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm hearing myself, and I'm like, no, <sighs> you're going to scale it the fuck back. <laughs> But, yeah, so the president seems to have put himself in a position which, I mean, this is nothing new. Nope. The president, it it seems, week after week, finds himself in a dumb, shitty, horrible position of his own making. And I don't know how he gets out of that night. What I think is important and what I think is going to be very, very interesting to see is what happens when we have the uh, the general election in 2020? Mm-hmm. He's not going to be able to keep himself disciplined to be on message of what he's supposed to be talking about. He gets in front of people, he hears the crowd start talking, and he's... J- chanting horrible things and he's just like he basks in the glow of himself right so he can't he can't stay focused and he can't stay on message right but he still won last time doing that he won last time he didn't win the most people last time that does not matter I understand I understand but I'm saying I just think it's very important to make that distinction he didn't win most people and he he won in places where, if you look at his approval rating right now, it is underwater. Right. And I'm going to do a quick sidebar. Um, media outlets. Uh, if you are talking about the president and the states that he's underwater in, um, in terms of approval and disapproval, 
do not, I repeat, do not put a giant map up and change all of the states that he's underwater in to blue states. We're not winning Utah, fucking assholes. Mm. Stop doing it. What you're doing is you are you are you are sowing in that fucking complacency that that we got this attitude that we had in 2016 mm-hmm. and that's going to be our undoing. If you want to be a responsible fucking media, if you want to be the the fucking fourth estate like you're supposed to, just give the numbers. Don't change the colors of the states. Say, here's what's happening, and now to the fucking weather. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm fucking sick of this. Because they're going to do the same thing they did. Air Trump wall to wall and fucking tell us that we have it in the bag to the point where people are like, I guess Gary Johnson's a good choice right now. And he's not. He's not a good choice. <laughs> Never. Honestly, he never was a good fucking choice. <laughs> but I'll hold off. I won't scream about Gary Johnson. Do you want to move on to our... I, we already did like a really, really depressing gun thing. We don't need to talk about how Donald Trump spent 30 minutes on the phone with the NRA and then essentially backtracked on, backtracked on every fucking thing he said. I think that's what this week was really about. <laughs> it was distracting from that. Like, that's why he did all this crazy shit. Like, everybody, talk about Denmark. Don't talk about how last week I said, don't let these people die in vain. We need intensive background checks. And now this week I'm saying, our background checks are good. Our background checks are great. Hey, Martha, you murder anybody? No? Here you go, dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's our, uh, uh fuck. Let's, let's end on... Something I think is super comical slash depressing. (laughs) So. Former White House employees have been getting cool jobs lately. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Specifically, former White House press secretaries. (laughs) Exactly. Former White House press secretaries. Um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be joining the Fox News elite as an analyst, I believe. Correspondent. As a correspondent. Really? Contributor. It doesn't matter. She's a she's a Fox News person. Um, so she will go on and give her thoughts about the administration. Wasn't which, she before? Wasn't what she didn't she do that before as well? I don't know. I know her dad did. Yeah. When Mike Huckabee's multiple presidential runs failed, he Well he was an anchor, wasn't he? He was an anchor on Yeah. So Is that what they're called? Yeah. Like if they have the show. Yeah. Yeah, they're an anchor. Or host. Host, anchor, host, whatever. whatever. <laughs> and our good buddy Sean Spicer is going to be joining the cast of Dancing with the Stars. Now, I wanted to get this tweet up. Like um, Zach Braff's tweet? Yes, Zach Braff's tweet, which I found absolutely fucking hilarious Mm -hmm. um in regards to sean spicer joining the cast of uh dancing with the stars so on june 21st uh on june uh, sorry july 21st in 2017 uh he posted can't wait to see sean spicer sean spicer waltz on dancing with the stars and then (laughs) um on the 22nd of august yesterday 
2019, he posted, um, July 21st, 2017, meant to be a joke because in my mind, ABC would never normalize such an incredibly horrible person. Yep. Uh, we under, we, we both, it's pretty fucking easy to, the, the revolving door of Fox and Republicans is known, it's easy, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you are a, you are a fucking right-wing bloviator, welcome to your home. Right. You, this is your home. You either, you either start there and end up in a republic, as a Republican staffer, or you are a Republican staffer and end up at Fox News. It's it's a revolving fucking door. It's exactly like what happens with politicians and lobbying. But with Sean Spicer, it is different. Sean Spicer was a fucking straight-up liar. He lied every opportunity he could for the President of the United States. He knew he was lying. He knew he was lying to the American people on a grand scale and chose to continue lying. And now we welcome Sean Spicer back into the world as just a guy who took a job. Now, we ha- there was a problem with this when, he, when uh, Colbert hosted... Uh, Stephen Colbert yeah. hosted, I don't remember yeah. what award show, it was probably the Emmys, but I don't remember what it specifically was, where they invited Sean Spicer onto the stage. And Sean Spicer made the joke, this is the most, uh, this is the highly, this most highly rated uh, Emmys ever, period. Echoing the lie he told for the President of the United States because he didn't want to fracture that fragile ego. This guy is a fucking pariah and should be a pariah he is a liar he chose to lie for the president for a paycheck and chose to lie for lie for the president for exposure a book deal gobs of money he is a liar he is a bad human being and should not be welcomed back into the good graces of fucking the elite because he can tango now. Fuck this guy. Your thoughts. ABC won't do anything about this. No, like, no People are shit. calling for like, oh, ABC needs to get rid of him and blah. If they do that, then they're gonna alienate all the Trump supporters. They don't... Who? What Trump supporters are watching Dancing with the Stars? Are you serious? Yeah. Why wouldn't they be? This is for my lips, baby. This show is for the lips. It's all about dancing and love. And so, I'm kidding. I have no idea. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know what the fucking audience of Dancing with the Stars is. Middle-aged to old people, I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, but... I mean, it's not surprising at all. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised people are surprised. Um, I don't... Unless we as a country will acknowledge that this administration is a sham and illegal and, you know, should be impeached, we're not willing to do that. So why should the, why should ABC be willing to take that stand to? I, I just, like... I don't even... 
I don't even care, yeah. <laughs> honestly. That's fair. Don't buy his book. Don't pay him any attention. That's your personal choice. I will continue to not watch Dancing with the Stars. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I didn't watch it with Rick Perry was there. I didn't watch it. I'm not going to watch it when Sean Spicer was there. But to be honest, I've never watched it before. <laughs> so. Yep. Speaking of ABC. I'm going to end on this. Uh, so. There's a little bit of a, a rough patch between Sony and... <laughs> Disney. And look, I'm not an idiot. I know that Disney's a terrible company. I know that they fucking bought the rights to pretty much every fucking song. Literally, they're the reason you couldn't sing Happy Birthday on television until like two years ago. I get it. They're terrible. And I know Sony's bad too. And I just... If I'm going to be honest with you, I don't care who wins this fight. All I care about is give me Tom Holland. Give me Spider-Man in the MCU. I need it. (laughs) They ended the last movie on a cliffhanger and I need to know how it ends. Now, I know what you're saying. Terrain. Venom's the... I don't give a fuck about Venom. <laughs> I don't care about Venom. I just need... Venom! <laughs> venom, Venom! Hey, sorry guys. I know Eminem just popped in the studio for a second. I need you to back out. I just need these fucking films to continue. Because... And I can't stress this enough. Tony died for this. Tony died so that Peter can live. And if I don't get Peter anymore, I'm gonna go ape shit on Disney and Sony. <laughs> Do you have any? No. No. <laughs> I'm confident things will resolve amicably. I sure hope so. I sure. And, and I think I keep seeing like people are like it's it's Disney's fault, not Sony. And honestly, I don't care. They're both garbage. But I will say this: um, before Kevin Feige got involved, I didn't give a shit about the Spider-Man films, mm-hmm. and now I care a lot about them. <laughs> I care so much about them. Give them back to me. <laughs> I'll straight lose my mind if I don't get to have them anymore. Well, that's it for the episode. No, no, no. Uh, no, I'm just saying uh, thanks everybody for listening. And we're going to leave you all on a Marianne Williamson tweet. And it goes a little something like this. Visualize the oil spill plugged. Close your eyes for five minutes and see angels coming over it, filling it with sane and sacred thoughts. Hashtag FB. Cheers. Cheers? What?